Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for another episode of the talk show, Life with Gwen. Today, we hope to have a conversation that's been going on in our communities for two weeks now since Yarmouth Police Sergeant Sean Gannon was shot to death in the line of duty. It's an unprecedented act on the Cape. Although there has been violence before, we've not lost an officer on duty before. The other thing that makes this a very personal and ongoing conversation for people is that he and his wife, Dara, are involved in many activities, many different communities on the Cape, not only the Yarmouth police or our grieving and the community of Yarmouth grieving with them and people all over the Cape. And we know some of you, our viewers, feel the same way. So we invite you to become a part of this conversation by typing in your, your comments on the Facebook Live. We will answer any questions we can and also um, let people know what you're thinking. Think of this as a public conversation, much like the one that we know we're hearing in the grocery stores and on social media. So thank you for joining us. And next, I'd like to, I'd like to introduce you to someone. It could be anyone really in this seat right now because we're all talking about this subject, but we thank you so much for coming. Amanda Converse, and we want to tell people, I think a lot of you probably know Amanda because she's involved in many community efforts and um, you grew up here. I did, yeah. And uh, then went off to college, as so many people do, but you came back. Hey, yep. came back 12 years ago. And uh, you have been uh, involved somewhat with the Cape Cod Young Professionals, where I think you said that's where you met um, Dara mm -hmm. Gannon, and uh, also with the um, Love, I was going to this one, Love Live Local. Mm -hmm. um, so, which kind of brings together community and local businesses. Mm -hmm. So, I thought you might be a good person because you are in a social circle with the Gannons and also because you are so involved in other social circles to talk with us today. And here, I know, I know this is nerve-wracking, yeah. and it's it's just that we want everyone to be able to to be a part of of, healing, of grieving and healing. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's it's certainly been um, a hard couple of weeks um, for you know our entire community, um, but um, particularly you know for um, people close uh, to Dara and Sean, um, as well as the, the local police departments and really police departments all over the, the country. Um, and I, um, as you said, I, um, I met Dara through the Cape Cod Young Professionals um, and have been um, friends with her um, since she moved here. Um, and, um, and 
she is a, a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, and so we're, you know, we're all grieving for her um, and for his family and for our community as well. Um, and as you said, you know, I, I um, can't help myself, but um, be a community lover. I love the Cape and um, which is where, you know, Love Love Local um, came to be. So we have a comment, which a couple of comments uh, we're hearing from Jen Villa. And she says, thank you for this important and thoughtful conversation. Thank you, Jen, for checking in. And um, also from Julie Gardner, uh, Julie Gardner Johnson, who's saying, uh, rest in peace, Sergeant Gannon. That was a message that I saw on the, uh, on, on the highway signs as I was driving to work. Uh, and, you know, I, I should mention a couple of things. We did not reach out to Sergeant Gannon's family or to his police family because we felt like it was too soon. However, the studio door is always open if anyone in the future would like to come in and talk about, I know the police have some uh, thoughts for a uh, more permanent kind of remembrance or anything that uh, that anyone who is close to him uh, wants to come in and say. But for now, we're just trying to open a conversation here. Mm -hmm. And we should. Well, I think, and I, I do, I'm sure that the family and Dara and the police department appreciate that. And um, I think we all as a community um, need to allow them to grieve in, in private if they so want it and, um, and um, with each other as well. Yeah. Absolutely. It is hard to imagine having such a wonderful public outpouring, but still having such a public outpouring when you have such a yeah. great grief. Right. And uh, yeah. I was, I was not surprised to see the, um, and I should tell you that it's, it seems like it would be impossible to have missed any of this over the past two weeks, but, um, but I was not surprised to see, here's a picture, if you guys can see it, the sea of support from officers. This was the, the day of the wake, mm -hmm. um, who came, uh, and then at the funeral itself, blocks full of officers lined up on Station Avenue for, to go to the church, um, a sea of blue, except one Canadian mounted uh, officer in his yeah. bright red, sort of a, a cardinal on yeah. top of that, that yeah. ocean. I felt like it was really um, amazing to see that, that support from across the country. I mean, every police officer um, probably felt this very deeply um, everywhere because it is unprecedented on the Cape, but it's also unprecedented really across the country. Um, I don't know why, but there's a perception that this isn't an unusual occurrence, but it really is. Um, and so I think for, for them, it was really, um, you know, they, they definitely feel it deeply. Um, but I think our community felt it deeply too. And you, you saw it from the procession from the funeral home to the church and, um, the whole way there, there were community members, not just police, but everybody coming out and, and honoring, um, Sean and showing their support for the family and for the, the police departments as well. And I think that, um, Sergeant Gannon also had a, a wide following in his work because he was the canine officer mm -hmm. and he went into schools, mm -hmm. I understand, and he brought his canine partner, Nero, 
And we should say that uh, most people probably know this, but Nero was also shot that day um, while Sergeant Gannon was trying to serve a warrant mm -hmm. to a to someone with a long criminal record. And uh, he was uh, uh, shot that, that day, and he underwent surgery at uh, uh, here on Cape Cod, and, and he... Um, he is, is now home and, and resting at the home of another police officer from Yarmouth. So mm -hmm. that is good news. And we are getting a lot of comments saying that their uh, folks are glad that Nero is doing well. And um, so th that's another part yeah. of the story, I think. Well, I think also, um, you know, yes, Sean was a canine officer, but he also was an, uh, an incredible community member. Um, he you know, went above and beyond in his, his duties. He was a true public servant. Um, and I think he touched a lot of people because of that. Um, and as, as has Dara, um, they're just both wonderful, giving, amazing community members, um, and are part of the reason this, this place is so amazing. Um, you know, the Cape is amazing because of the the gorgeous natural environment, and that's why people come here. But they they stay here, I believe, um, because of the the people. Um, and and I think this whole um, the last two weeks we've just seen how incredible um, you know people are when when this community needs them. They will all step up and open their hearts and and open their arms and just kind of embrace whoever needs it. Um, so it's been it's been pretty incredible. The story is um, had it's been going on. I was looking at the newspapers here at the Cape Cod Times, and and there were seven days in a row there were stories. And uh, um, I think that in some ways, as horrible as the 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 incident as as the death is, there have been some wonderfully warm stories reported. I was especially touched by a story about Sergeant Canning going to visit the um, the pastor of, of the um, of the church uh, where he was buried, Saint Pius X, and apparently he had known him. He had known him from another uh, from another parish off Cape, and uh, but when he went to visit, he uh, he did that thing we see on TV where he knocked hard on the door and said, "Please open up," and uh, it was such a a wonderful look at his sense of humor mm -hmm. and uh and of course you know the priest uh knew who it was and and uh, thought it, he told us that he thought that was a, a very typical sean mm -hmm. thing to do mm -hmm. yeah um i think there are going to be a lot of um sort of heartwarming stories like that 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 come out um and not just um you know about about Sean, but about everybody showing their support really for, you know, everyone in the community from local businesses to, um, to, you know, um, police officers to fire departments, um, everybody just kind of showing and, and sharing, um, their, their thoughts about, about Sean. And we will continue to cover those things. If you, if you want to read some of the stories that have happened so far, you can go to CapeCodTimes.com and search Sergeant Gannon's names and those number, those stories, along with photographs and videos, will will come up. Um, and not only here, but in New Bedford, because he's from New Bedford, and uh, I'm on the other side of the bridge quite a bit, and I notice that the flags are, are lowered to half-staff there as well. Um, 
it uh, and every highway sign has been honoring him before the the funeral i i cannot think of a more far-reaching tragedy yeah. for the cape yeah. yeah well and i i also think it it speaks to the kind of person he was and the kind of um community member he was um and um i think he he touched a lot of people because he was a really good guy um and um and i think that that will i mean as as tragic and as horrible as as this has been and as much as i wish it had never happened um you know it it's amazing that to um to to think about you know how can this impact us in a, a positive way um you know and how can we all strive to be better humans um and better community members and better friends and better partners and um i think that that it it, it can be put things in perspective for us for sure i don't uh well this is a, a nice comment we've yeah, gotten really let nice. me donna kelly writes sean will live on through our community forever and uh, I think that's absolutely pretty much what you were saying at yeah. the same time. And um, I, I think the Yarmouth police have had somewhat of a lead in that, mm -hmm. um, in uh, saying, uh, I'm not sure whose decision it was, but the flowers that uh, were brought to, um, uh, Sergeant, to Sergeant Gannon's um, cruiser and flowers and other gifts were donated to flower angels so that they are actually spreading that um, warmth and 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 uh and assistance and compassion across the cape you know? yeah and um flower angels um for people who don't know they take um flowers that are being used for um memorials or um weddings and then they'll deliver them across the cape to nursing homes and hospitals um and um and it's just a it's such an a great organization and it's just another example of how amazing the people in this community are um that someone would even you know come up with that idea and then they they tirelessly deliver those flowers um across the community and the fact that the yarmouth pd thought to even um give give those flowers. i'm not sure if it was the yarmouth pd do you know it was i don't know okay no, no. or or the um or the family but um whoever stepped in there that that was a a wonderful idea and sounds very much from what people tell me like something Officer Gannon himself would have thought to do, mm -hmm. and uh, it it is just one way that mm -hmm. that we see that that legacy um, um, continuing. It uh, I remember a story from the uh, police chief in Yarmouth, uh, Fre Frederick Fredrickson, Fred Fredrickson. Let me try that three times. Um, where he said when when he came to uh, when they interviewed uh, Sean Gannon, they thought, oh, he he's too good to be true. Mm -hmm. But um, they were so pleasantly surprised as his time on on duty at the Yarmouth Police continued to find that it wasn't too good to be true. That's mm -hmm. who he was. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. It um, it is uh, it is important for us to say to the community as well that the Yarmouth police have also taken the lead in protecting people in the community because while most, you know, while almost everybody is well-intentioned, there was a warning about a telephone scam where people said they were collecting money for Sergeant Gannon and uh, the Yarmouth police and they, they were not. So do be aware 
check out the stories and and uh, be aware don't don't donate over the phone because that's that's not for real um and you know there are some you can understand this but uh, i know that the folks in marston's mills who uh, were identified as the neighborhood where it happened it actually they weren't really in the neighborhood where it happened, but who identified nationally as the neighborhood where it happened, had some concerns because everyone they talked to around the country was saying, oh, is it really that dangerous in your neighborhood? They said, no. You know, those those nice folks who, who uh, call themselves millbillies. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually live in Marston's Mill. Oh, so. you do? Yeah. <laughs> so you're a millbilly too. I am, yeah. And so you're probably aware of this uh, this concern that um, um, and maybe the concern for the Cape overall, but specifically because the the shooting was on on Blueberry Lane, which is just a little from there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it, it's easy to jump to conclusions about um, people not being safe or um, it, it being dangerous um, because people are, are looking for answers and they want to make sense of things. But, um, you know, I think data would show that the, the Cape is actually safer than it ever has been. And, um, and that this was just a, a tragic incident um, and doesn't speak to the Cape as a whole, uh, as a whole, but just like that scam doesn't speak to Cape Cotters as a whole, Absolutely. you know, um, I think, you know, it's unfortunate to, that we would have to focus on that negative when there are so many positives, you know? Um, so I, you know, I, like I said, I live in Marston's Mills. I walk with my neighborhood every day um, and it's extremely, it's a lovely place to live. And, I think people, as they pass forward with this, as time passes a little bit, will will understand that mm-hmm. you know it, uh, it it's just a, a horrible thing that happened. And and although um, I want to read this comment, and then I do yeah. want to follow up on on some of the things we may see happening uh, as a result of this tragedy. We have a message from Jim Carroll who may or may not be uh, um, an occasional columnist here. Jim, you'll have to let us know that. And he says, police officers like Sergeant Gannon see many people in their worst times. The community needs to support these brave men and women who serve our towns every day and night. And I think that that, you know, one of the things that happened and I thought was very sweet, very New England, was that everyone brought food. Yeah, you know, until they got overwhelmed, and the police said, "Thank you, thank you, but please don't bring any more yeah. food." Yeah. However, on the day of the funeral, when um, when there were thousands, literally thousands of, of officers coming from across the country, um, there was someone in the, uh, I believe, somebody in the rest in the restaurant uh, community. All right, the truth is, I don't know where this started. However, I do know that uh, a chef I know said, hey, we, we're being asked to, um, to contribute some food, and we are on board with that, as are several other mm-hmm. restaurants. And they put food out at uh, Dennis Jeremy High School mm-hmm. so that the uh, – police officers, the law enforcement people would be able to eat, you know, because some of them were coming. Not only that, but um, countless local restaurants invited police officers to dine um, for free. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, the the two days that that they were honoring um, Sean's life. So, uh, again, the the business community just um, I feel like everybody wanted to do something and they wanted to know how to help um, because it it impacted us all. But um, they were 
their response was, was amazing. It's like, what can we do? This is what we can do here. Like we'll open our doors to you. Um, it, I think there is a, a sense that you want to be able to do something, not only because you think it will help someone else, but it just, it helps your own soul mm -hmm. a little bit. Yep. And uh, we, we did see so very much of that. Um, there, there are, uh, I was, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it happens on the live uh, mm -hmm. live broadcast. But I, I was thinking about all the different efforts that are going on, and I remember what I wanted to say. Uh, I've heard that there are future fundraisers going, and as far as that goes, if you have one and you'd like to write in now and tell us about it, please feel free. We'll try to uh, package that information somewhere. And uh, you can also put it, uh, go to capecodtimes.com and slash things to do and then it'll be up on the website for you know for as long as you want it to be uh, so that way people can uh, can get the word out i think there's a, a dog uh, fundraiser coming yes, up there is um, um i know of a fundraiser um tomorrow night uh at ember in harwich um for um sergeant gannon's family and then there's one in May called Heroes for Nero, um, and they're raising That's the money. Pause one, yeah, yeah um, and raising money for the Canine Relief Fund, which um, I think is, you know, again to look at the positives that can come out of this is to also see how important the canine officers are um, to the police departments and um, to support them in any way we can as a, as a community. Um, the canine relief fund has been around for a year for years and they do fundraisers every year to help the canines after they've retired. Um, and um, again, I think if people, um, I, if people want to give, I, I've been saying, because people have been asking what, what they, they can do. Um, and the Yarmouth Police Fund is a, a good place to give, um, Canine Relief Fund. And then um, Sean was also a big brother um, with Big Brothers Big Sisters. And um, I think, you know, if if you can't give of your time um, to Big Brothers Big Sisters, then then donations are always welcome as well. I think that's uh, wonderful advice, and uh, there. Uh, so we will look to hear from anyone else who is is doing fundraisers, and uh, um, we have a comment, which is uh, which is uh, another sad thing for another community. I did hear about this on the way into work today. Kathleen Dolaher is saying to us that she is sad to say a sheriff's deputy was killed today in uh, North. Norwich, Norwich Walk, Norwich Walk, Maine, and um, it. We are, we are hurting for them as we, as we, you know, have been through it uh, and continue to move through it. It's not something that that goes away after the spotlights are down, but but something that that remains a a part of. Um, I think uh, our our fabric, and I think yeah. that uh, Sean had written this story that said that it's a tear in the fabric and, and certainly school, is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it is. And I think um, what something like that does tear at the fabric, but I think we as community mem members can, can mend that tear. Um, we'll never, you know, m move on from this type of loss, you know, but moving forward is kind of the only option. And I think, um, 
showing appreciation for our first responders, um, for the police departments. Um, the local police officers are, um, they work so hard for us every day um, and they, they literally keep us safe. And um, Sean died keeping us safe. Um, and the fire departments that, you know, um, they keep us safe every day. And um, I think showing more appreciation for them um, and then also for each other. Um, I think, you know, there's there's been, it's been um, kind of a divisive climate um, in, I would say, the last year or so. And I think something like this can only serve to bring us together. Um, and appreciate us more, appreciate the community, um, not just the, you know, local organizations, but the local businesses that make up this community. Um, and, you know, the kind of getting out there and sharing of yourself. And um, I think it's very important. Um, I have to say, as a reporter, there's also a systemic questions to be asked here. And those stem from the fact that that um, Sergeant Cannon was was shot by a, a violent Criminal, um, and and I and I also, as a reporter, have to say, you know, apparently, um, allegedly, but you know, shot because everyone deserves their day in court, but um, by a criminal with 125 charges on the rap sheet. Why? Why is that so? So that's something I think reporters here and and everywhere will be will be going after to see when the system is working and when it is not. Yeah, and our our legislators are also stepping up and, and asking that question as well. Um, they are, um, I think, you know, for for them, that's the and for reporters, that's a very you know sort of um, apparent question, and we all want to know why um, and why this this happened. And I'm, I think, gathering that information and the data, and reporters do such a good job um, at. at informing the public and asking those questions. Um, and, um, but I think, you know, for, for us, um, as community members, I think it's, um, you know, we just, I think it's up to us to honor Sean's memory and in the most positive way that we can. And I do refer people to the uh, Yarmouth Police Department's Twitter and Facebook accounts because they are have been very good yeah. about keeping an eye on, uh, for example, the scam we mentioned, yeah. and informing people uh, and bringing the community in um, by saying what they need when, you know. Yeah. And uh, we have a, a message from Sandy Marie who says, my heart goes out to, to Dara and his whole family. Prayers and healing thoughts. Thank you. I'm sure those are appreciated. And if you write your comments in the next five minutes or so uh, on the show, those will uh, those will stay there and and be another form of of public record. Mm -hmm. And I know that people have reached out a lot for that. I am. Um, we were going to have a third guest today, uh, second guest, <laughs> not a guest. You're not a guest. Um, yeah. But we were going to have a second guest today, who is a friend of yours and uh, who is someone who knows the Gannons well and had some happy stories to share. And I, I think I would just love to hear, maybe how they met. Um, well, I, I mean, I I don't want to, um, you know, speak out of turn or anything like that. Um, I think that. Um, there is our, 
Okay, but we can say they met here on Cape they Cod. They did meet here on, on Cape Cod. On the peninsula where everyone says you cannot meet anyone. No, and I think that's, um, so our, our second guest, your second guest was going to be um, one of my best friends, Dana Cox, who was also one of Dara's best friends. Um, and um, Dana also, much like Dara, moved to the Cape um, and, and fell in love with this place um, and this community. Um, and... We all, um, we travel in the same circle. We're a tribe of um, fierce women who support each other and respect and admire each other a, a lot. Um, I'm very we're fortunate. All kind of an elven age, right? Yeah, um, I would say we're in our 30s. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and I think we, um, I feel very fortunate on the Cape to have made so many amazing connections with um, so many people, but mostly women. Um, and we have, um, a great, great group that, um, that we, we love and support each other. And, um, and, and I think that their, um, their and Sean's story is a, is a story that you can move to the Cape and as a young person and make a really good life here and meet, um, and fall in love with somebody I have. Um, you know, I, I moved to the, I, was born and raised here, but moved away, lived in cities, um, came back and um, stayed here and didn't move away again because of this community. And, um, you know, met my boyfriend, who's also not from here. Um, and he moved here, fell in love with the Cape. And um, so if we are talking about honoring Sergeant Gannon and his family, Dara and, and his extended family, his parents and siblings, if we were talking, and his police family, talking about that, um, we maybe look into community work and, like you mentioned, the yeah. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or um, some of the fun community groups. I think you have uh, uh, Live, Love, Local. Love, Live, Local. So <laughs> Love, Live, Local, Lead with the Heart. I know it's um, it can be confusing, but, yeah, uh, Love, Live, Local actually started as a, a way to share um are, as a, a young person on the Cape, share all of the amazing things that are going on um, and, and show people that, um, you know, the narrative that was kind of dominating the conversation that young people can't live, you know, make a life here was was false. And, um, and Love Live Local, we advocate for the community, we advocate for local businesses, um, and, and really just supporting each other. Um, and have some good times down there at the, um, we do. what's it called? Yeah. We have a Love Local Fest um, yeah. a couple times in the summer and then one in, in um, December. Um, and it's, it's all about community, um, and, and, and being together and being positive, um, and, uh, listening to local musicians and shopping local vendors. Um, and, um, so what we aim to do is really just be a positive voice, um, for the Cape and also an advocate for, um, the local businesses and organizations that, that really, um, show up for this community over and over and over again. I want to thank you for coming because we're at the end of our time. I want to thank all of you for watching because we know this has been on your minds and on your hearts and we wanted to respectfully, without any presumptions, bring this topic up and give you another forum to, to think in. And we are looking to be as positive as we can in the face of a tragedy that that uh, the peninsula will be healing from for a very long time. Thanks for joining us.
just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.